I have a message to some select people around the world. And that message goes to anybody who told me that House of the Dead was a good, bad movie. <laughs> that message is simply, fuck you. That's it. <sighs> fuck you. You're a threat to humanity. I haven't revisited that movie since I saw it day one in theaters with two other people. Okay. And by the time the movie right. was over, I was the only one left. Here's the thing with that. You saw it day one? I did, on a, in a desolate theater in like the middle of the afternoon. But why? Because I was intrigued. Because I didn't know who Uva was at the time. Nobody would have, really. Because when yeah, was this? That, uh, 2003. Yeah, so the internet was like, it existed. But like, it wasn't even also, remotely the I same. I also wasn't even out of high school yet. Mm. Oh, Don't God. ask me how I got into that oh, movie. Oh, God. Oh. Shoot me. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, hi everybody. Welcome to another After Dark edition of the Phantom Zone because the TV is still sparse and it's still kind of good. So, yeah, <laughs> good. yeah. yeah. I'm Connor McGraw. I'm Arlen Haro. I am Living Paint Boy Hunter Davenport. <laughs> I'm Eric Fedorchek, and I went shopping for kitchen stuff today. I'm also Hunter Davenport. Damn, that's some adult. <laughs> that's some adult wow. shit right there. Um, Dude, I've we got. got... We got a stick creator. I, I'm Connor McGraw. Damn. <laughs> we got some and I'm Eric Rajorchek. Uh... I'm somebody who's on the show. I don't know at this point. Bad news, Smith. everyone. This is the whole episode now. <laughs> this <laughs> is what just, happens yeah. when you make fun of our voice for too long. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Yes. I'm never going to drop it. Uh, Anyways, some stuff happened this week. That's yeah. right. Uh, we got some news it's actually pretty light on the news this week actually it was yeah. it was a real struggle to even find things to put on here uh thanks marie so yeah um speed round this is gonna be real quick fargo season four is a period piece no fucking shit <laughs> um <laughs> i yeah i haven't watched fargo yet <laughs> watch the first two seasons yeah definitely and if you'd yes. like those watch season three um i i couldn't get into season three my wife and i started watching it and we're kind of like eh. it just yeah. it didn't hook us no it's so it's um it's an interesting season it's i would definitely go back and give it another try but i can see it's definitely the least good of the three <laughs> like i'm sure i'm sure you and mcgregor's wife would agree with that mm-hmm. and you can tell you can 100 percent tell that working on legion at the same time kind of affected things um, yeah. Like, it's just obvious. It's very obvious that there was divided effort there. Um, which is why I'm glad he's spacing them out a little bit. Um, but I would definitely go back and give it a shot. Because it's, it's still better than most television, I would say. Um, and Connor, if you yeah. haven't seen it, I'll say it again. It's the same guy as Legion. It's just... Yeah. Like, it's got a Fargo skin over it almost wait 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 wait. david holler is in fargo no it's the the same producer as legion oh damn it hunter yeah the uh the first season is really good like it's great but i think the second one is actually stronger like i my wife and i were blown away by the second season of it it's so good the amount of tv the amount of tv people have been telling me to watch the past few months is getting to be a bit staggering yeah, well, this is just ten episodes, and again, you don't have to watch all of them. Oh, it's like ten. Yeah, yeah it's ten episodes, and it's a period yeah. piece, and each yep. season is disconnected from the previous season. 
Uh, the second one, not really. Well, no. The so second t- one, you could watch the second one though on its own. Yeah, you could easily. You could easily. You could watch you, the second one get, on its own. You'll get more out of it if you watch yes. the first season. It's it's one of those okay. things where like, uh, not necessarily a spoiler, but like characters from the first season show up in the third season, but you don't need to watch the first season at all. Okay. Like, so it's the same world, but every season jumps around in time. So like third season is like 2010 um season one is 2005 uh 1979 to 80 is season two um so the fact that they said season four will be a period piece (laughs) is a real is kind of a joke and a non-headline water wet yeah the the duh around the world yeah it's like oh uh, who would have seen that coming because i think what it allows them to do is to have separation in terms of like how things feel like texting wasn't a thing in 2010 really quite as much uh facebook wasn't what it is now you know social media i think the xbox 360 was the main system so there's a character who wants a 360 um so things like that same yeah yeah so yeah so that's the that's the story season four is getting a new season and it's going to be in a it's going to be a period piece. Who would have guessed? Um, so you're, you're telling me season four is going to have the UFO storyline continued from season two? Maybe. It might continue plot lines from all three seasons. Because, because yeah, okay. I mean, Eric, I know you didn't get... How far into season three would you say you got? I think, like, maybe three episodes. So there are things in season three that call back to Malvo stuff to, from season one. Oh, okay. Specifically, huh. Malvo being kind of maybe not of this world um oh what the oh fuck? interesting because uh, yeah there, there's definitely callbacks oh, okay. um like it yeah yeah and there's also like there's definitely a reference to malvo throughout the season um huh yeah yeah there's it's a weird mythology like everything references what happened before and every season has something a little bit kind of twin peaksy going on in the background that you're yeah. uh, you said the magic words yeah 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 it's it's uh it's twin peaks but like if you turn the volume down a little bit <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's a that's myself or fargo but we can go on to the main story which is i feel like it's pretty obvious what the main story is the deadpool 2 trailer Yes. Chris Evans yeah. is going to be done with Avengers after Avengers. Oh, wait, everybody knew that. <laughs> yeah. That's Why was that a headline? Also, that's not... I I don't believe it for a second. I don't... Yeah. I don't believe for a second that he will not be in Avengers movies again, which is what that headline is supposed to insinuate. He'll be in Avengers 5 or 6 or 7 down the line. He might not be in, like, every movie in a row. Like something that was pointed out to me and was watching like a a movie show a movie news show earlier chris evans has been in every marvel movie since 2011 every single Holy one shit he's been in every single one either as a cameo or as a main character oh my god he was in cameos. thor 2 as a cameo yeah well, correct, correct me if i'm wrong but he had been saying like he was done after captain america winter soldier correct? as it was coming out like it was, okay. it was coming out, and he was saying, "Once my contract is up, I'm done." See, um, I thought I thought he renewed his contract after Guardians did super well. Like I thought that was like around that. the same time. I and think like I think he's yeah. trolling us. 
Yeah. No, well, I think they all are. It's well, that or Disney has the magic touch when it comes to negotiations. Well, yeah, oh, well, magic chuck, magic touch meaning a truck full of money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like the ones they keep, the pit. ones they keep, the ones they keep driving up to Robert Downey Jr.'s house every time he's like, "I'm yeah. done being Iron Man," and right. they're like, yeah. "Here, here's so much money," and he's like, "I'll yeah. be Iron Man." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, man, it's cool." <laughs> Where's the new suit? Fuck it. Like, before Civil War, or not before, before Winter Soldier opened, like I said, he said he was going to retire. And then, right before Civil War came out, he said, I will play Captain America anytime they want me to. Which, <laughs> those are two completely contradictory statements. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't uh, believe it. Hemsworth said the same thing about Thor after Ragnarok came back. He was like, after that experience, I'll do this over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And he, well, he said that he wanted to make a trilogy... In the Ragnarok timeline, <laughs> which Wait, is something what? that I'm in, I'm into. He said okay. he wanted to make a he wanted to make a movie called Thor Ragnarok two. He wanted it to be <laughs> a sequel to Ragnarok, but not That's a sequel like to saying, the rest of the MCU. Here comes the Lord of the Rings two. <laughs> yes, the Two Towers two. Um, yeah. yeah, Tower so. harder. But yeah. Anyway, that's not really a story. No, no. the, the other that's one why is, I left is it off. The Deadpool two trailer. Um, I love this trailer. It's a fucking great trailer. Pretty it really good. is. I laughed really hard at that fucking X-Force joke. It's so good. It's so good. I wasn't even a huge fan of the original Deadpool. Not yes. because I thought it was a bad movie. It just, it wasn't for me. Oh, we've been I, over this. Like, it's yeah. crassness and, le- and sense of humor is not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even that. It just, it, it wasn't the Deadpool I enjoy. Let right. me put it, I guess I'll put it that way. Yeah. I'm actually interested in this movie. Like, Everything yeah. I'm seeing, it looks like it could be a ton of fun. Yeah, and uh, um, so who is this child supposed to be? I have no idea. I, just, I don't know. know. I don't think he's anything. Well, those new like, stories have come out about who he's supposed to be, but I don't care. I'd rather find out in the movie. Well, who so, did they say he's supposed to be? I, that's the thing, I didn't even click on it. I was like, oh, know. okay. Like, there's a headline like, "Who this, this kid is supposed to be," and it's like, I don't, I don't care. It's a movie. I, I want don't some mystery. Me. It's like, Don't it's Jurassic a, World us and just give us all the money shots. Yeah. It's an, it's a young Ensabiner. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Fucking cycle. Yes. Oh. Okay. <sighs> all right. I'm not going to reveal it, but okay. All right. Damn all right. it. Damn I'm, it, Hunter. That's but, a... Rea- I'm going to look this up when we're done. God okay. damn it. I know. Um, but yeah, well, no, it's, like... It's kind of a deep, a deep X-Men lore thing. Okay. Like, okay. Do all it. right. Interesting. Well, here's the thing: the end, Sabin Nor thing would be, it would make sense actually. Like logically, I, that I makes say, sense. I will say it's not far off. That's oh, awesome. so it's mm. one of the horsemen. Probably. <laughs> that's that's what you're telling me. It's one of the horsemen. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, darn. Um, but no, like I I I've said it before. Like I thought Deadpool was funny. Like it was it was better than it had any right to be but i wasn't like in love with that movie although i do I'll, love i'll freely admit that before deadpool came out i was like it's coming out in february so that means a it's gonna right. bomb two it's gonna suck yep because february is where movies go to die yep not right. anymore though mm-hmm. um and there was some some of you might have heard across him in pixels it was that guy marvin who kept having these like very bizarre takes um oh, yeah he what thought the... he he was like Deadpool's going to make $80 million opening weekend. I was like, you're fucked in the head. I was like, that's not happening. Uh, <laughs> and then it did, and I was like, holy shit, that was the only thing he's ever been right about. 
He's a time traveler. He is. Yeah. Except it, being a time traveler would not change the fact that he said the Fantastic Four reboot was better than Fury Road. So. Uh, what? Okay. What? Yeah. Yeah, he also, he also, he's from yeah. an alternate timeline. Uh, <laughs> alternate okay. timeline. Anyways, no, Deadpool 2. I'm excited about Deadpool 2 now. Like, the trailers have been. Yeah. They've been what I expected from Deadpool trailers, and that they're funny. And Deadpool's I marketing think... is objectively really? better than the first movie. Um, I, really, I really like how they're, they haven't shown all the X Force 2. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's really nice. I just can't believe they came out and said, "Yeah, this is the X Force. We're doing this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like backdoor pilot for the X Force. I movie. fucking love that joke too. We call ourselves the X Force. Don't you think it's a little derivative? Precise. <laughs> so good. <laughs> the fact that when you see them in the back of whatever that is, the the A one thirty or whatever the the plane is, like you can see Shatterstar behind them, and they haven't done a full reveal of him yet. And I can't wait for the stupidity of his costume. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I wonder if... The, I keep on thinking that they're going to do a... Um, what was the... Uh, the SNL parody of that one character that got a movie? A full movie? What was it? Uh, fuck. With the mullet. Um, MacGruber? MacGruber. I wonder if they're going to oh. pull a MacGruber and they're going to kill most of the X-Force. <laughs> oh my god, like two minutes after their arrival? <laughs> yeah. They, they can't do that because Terry Crews finally gets to be a superhero. Well, no, so, so Terry Crews and Domino and Yoko and Negasonic will live, but I assume the X-Force is much bigger because you see a lot of guys behind Deadpool. Yeah, that's so, true. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if well, like, he brings five other extra characters and they all die immediately. Some, some uh, of them are definitely dying. Oh, that would be so great. There's some X-Men shenanigans going on in the trailer that are blinking, you'll miss it stuff. Like, I really need to see Wade Wilson spinning around in fucking Xavier's wheelchair. Yes. It's so good. Yes. And him, him grabbing uh, Colossus' ass. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No, the trailer's great. I'm in. I'm. I'm I like all how the way Deadpool in. has basically absconded with the goodwill from the X Men movies. It's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's like yeah. these are mine now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be a good birthday. Uh, and very good Dead, birthday. Well, Deadpool seems to be the only like real X Men movies, anyways. <laughs> the side. It's it's everybody who's handled the X Men, and I'm even gonna say Brian Singer's first two X Men movies. Um, they've gone too goddamn serious with them. Yeah, like they... there is an inherent goofiness in the X Men, and I don't mean that in like a <laughs> way. Just it's just kind of goofy the entire it's kind premise. Of weird and just like out there, and no mm-hmm. one ever talks about addresses it. Like, well, they're also inconsistent as all hell. Well, yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, you have two good ones, you have one bad one, then you have a good one, then you have one I like, but some people don't like, um, and then you have Apocalypse, which I don't really know how anybody feels about that movie. Yeah. I know we hate it, but did you I, forget I Wolverine that, Origins and and the Wolverine? I I did. Um, <laughs> one, I refuse to acknowledge the uh, Wolverine X Men Origins' existence. Well, except for uh, the first twelve I, minutes. The first twelve I, minutes. I will. Yeah. I will give oh, that pass. opening credits crawl is could be a movie in itself. Yeah. I want to see fucking Logan and Sabretooth running through the time periods yeah. of different wars. Uh, but I love the Wolverine. Yeah, the Wolverine's great. It's even yeah, better it's now. Actually, not bad. It's it's yeah. it's better it after really Logan. Cool. Um, like it's a perfect companion. It's a companion. Piece. Yeah, I yeah, like. It's, like a, it's a good fault. Uh, like a like a um, build up. Yeah, like, it's yeah. also 
it's we talked about this before. It's crazy what they set up. It's crazy that they set mm-hmm. that up, or that they even fell into that. That they felt like that line where she says, "You're holding your heart in your hand," and then that yeah. comes true in the next movie, and it's just insane. It's I forgot yeah. they used that movie to set up Days of Future's Past. They did. That was another thing. <laughs> well, at the end, at the end, Professor Xavier and Magneto show up. And they're like, "Hello, plot holes." Yeah, uh, yeah. We're because we we learned something from the Avengers. That's right. We. <laughs> We we aren't faking till we make it or at all. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, like how Wolverine's like, how's this possible? You're dead, and Xavier's like, LOL, not gonna tell you. Yeah. Four oh four not found. I know yeah. you don't remember <laughs> the ending of Last Stand, but there was a post credit oh. scene. <laughs> it was it was odd. It was almost like some creepy rapist was telling us what to do during that yeah. movie. Oh my. Uh, uh, here's the thing it doesn't matter who you're talking about because <laughs> that's true it God doesn't damn. matter like, god damn it uh except for james mangold except for yeah. except for He's lauren a... Schuler donner the person i already dislike so it's a real it's a real who's who of people that i don't like so uh, <laughs> uh god damn it everybody needs to wear leather they all need oh. to be wearing leather. Like, leather. I'm gonna fight with Kingsman director about them wearing yellow. Like, and almost get him kicked off the movie. Um, that's well, the thing what? that happened. Yeah, the reason that first class, the reason that he didn't come back for Days of Future Past is because him and Lawrence Schuler Donner went ten rounds over the uniforms and a oh bunch of other God. stuff on first class. Me? Like, how would you, in a post-Avengers world, like, where they got away with Captain America's hokey-ass outfit, mm-hmm. um, how in that kind of world do you think that, like, fucking washed-out, dark outfits are still kind of a thing? To be fair, First Class came out in 2011, I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But no, like, if it had been made, like, in 2013, it's a different story. Like, she has to let him do, not even just yellow outfits, the bright red outfits and, you know, all the different crazy stuff. And The ironic uh, well, thing about that is, like, that is my favorite X-Men outfit, is are those, yeah. Yeah. those suits. Those are the best like, ones. Yeah, the flight suits, essentially, yeah. I love those well, costumes, too. Is, um, is uh, Donner the one who uh, has written with, uh, God, the director of X-Men First Class, um... Is she his writing partner, the one who's always worked with them? No, I don't think so. Okay. She's an executive of Fox, isn't she? Oh, okay. She's a producer on all the X-Men movies. She's Okay, I'm I'm thinking of the woman that helped her kick ass with them. For the, uh, oh, no, she's responsible for the whole, like, the X-Men wearing black leather. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that was her, oh. that was her idea, and it's part of, she's part of the Donner company, and... She... Yeah. She reminds me of uh, there's a USA executive uh, named Bonnie Hammer who, for a long time, insisted that everybody in wrestling dressed like uh, the McMahons and everybody oh, had to wear a suit. This is the same oh, woman God. who canceled Battlestar. Um, for anybody who's probably wondering. no, she you... did. She 100 percent did. She canceled oh, she Battlestar did. Galactica because oh, it, sci-fi is owned by NBC. Um, she's also one of the people who ran G4 for a while before it became Esquire. R.I.P. So Mm. you can see a, um, a career of terrible, terrible, terrible decisions. Um. (laughs) A career of destruction. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Uh, but yeah, no, Lauren Schiller Donner, she, she only was able to get away with that because her husband's Richard Donner. (laughs) 
That's the only reason that that happened. Um, oh, I didn't even make that connection. I thought they must have not have been related. No, it's the same yeah. company. It's the same production studio. And oh god, yeah, wow. she, she might be a cannibal too. Maybe, possibly. <laughs> um, but no, like she's she's I mean, responsible I mean, for a lot of bad decisions. That. Yeah, I can't. I, no one I can. just quick side note. It was uh, Jane Goldman is who I was thinking of, the one who's worked with Matthew Vaughn on a lot yeah. of his early successes. So. Yeah. yeah, she's his writing. She is his writing partner, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I believe his wife. That might be. No, they're not. They're not married. No, no okay. she's married yeah. to somebody else. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um, anyways, moving on. Deadpool. <laughs> it looks good. Um, I'm in yeah. more in than I have been in for any X Men movie since Logan. Um, and that was for completely different reasons. So, yeah, I'm I'm into so, this. Um, so. I guess. Any, Big statement. Yeah, any last thoughts, I guess, on this mm, Deadpool thing? Not much. Just excited. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Um, so this is a story that's kind of an update, because we did talk about this last week. Um, the Men in Black reboot is happening, but they confirmed uh, the co-star for the movie will be Tessa Thompson. Um, yes. So. All right. That okay. is brilliant. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that, actually. It's kind of the smartest thing Sony's done in a really long time. Yeah, amazing. It's almost like maybe you should start coming up with uh, like decent creative ideas instead of being like, why don't we cross it over with Twenty One Jump Street? Yeah. Here's, so here's the thing, I see why somebody stood up in a room and said, "Hey, isn't this clever?" I also don't see how somebody a minute later wasn't like, "Yeah, no, that's a bad idea." You're that fired. Was, that's a bad idea. Um, yeah. Because I get it from the twenty. To Jump Street point of view of okay having them join the MIB that's funny as like a sketch on SNL like a, like a one one minute thing right down. like a, like an MTV opening bit that's where that's yeah. funny that's the kind of place where that would work for an entire movie I don't no no <laughs> yeah no no it makes much more sense to say well we've already established that. The MIB has at least 23 agents. Um, for all we know, like there's a K1, a K2, a K3, a K4, etc. Um, a K7 Widowmaker? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Someone had to say no. it. Somebody <laughs> had to say it. No. Oh, man. But no, like, I, there's no reason to say that there couldn't be more than 26 agents. But anyways, they established that there are 26 agents out there. We've spent three movies on two of the twenty-six agents, so there's so there's something interesting there in the other people in the MIB, and there are the stories that can be told, and those two together have excellent chemistry. There's an entire two-hour movie that that displays it. Yeah, Um, there's an entire film that uh, backs up that claim. mm -hmm. That made a shit ton of money. Yeah, and it made a character who, let's be honest, nobody liked Thor. Like, like I like Thor in the Avengers movies, and yeah, I, I think, think Thor fine. one is good, but nobody loves Thor the way they love. No Cap. one's like, no one's super excited about Thor. Like, no, no. There were people who were super into Thor two, but it wasn't because of Thor. It was because of Loki. <laughs> yeah, and it was because that's it was when, right that's after where Avengers. Loki Loki was born. Yeah, it's, yeah. The yeah, him smiling and stuff, all cackly. Um, 
and turning into Captain America. Like, the first trailer isn't about Thor. It's about Thor going into the room where he's being held. Uh, so, yeah, that, that movie really didn't sell it on Thor, necessarily. But this movie sounds interesting to me, because Chris Hemsworth, most of what he's done outside of Thor has been things like uh, a favorite of this podcast, Black Hat. Um... Oh, my God, it's the greatest movie of all time. Of all time. It is. Oh, you... You missed it when uh, when we were discussing Jessica Jones, the second half of season two, because they bring up a, uh, a mention of Black Hat at one point. Not the movie, just talking about Black Hat hackers. <laughs> the minute that got mentioned in our discussion, we were like, oh, yeah, Connor. Hey, Connor, where's Connor? Uh, yeah. Shoving a uh, cupcake into his gullet. Yes, yes, because he threatened us with leaving the show. Yeah. I felt like I was being held hostage. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Uh, I never want to go through that again. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why people got really excited about watching me fucking eat. It was it was just weird. It was it was one of those weird, <laughs> weird experiences it's, that I've ever I had. I don't think it's the act itself. I think it's more that you have a P.T. Barnum-esque uh, uh, quality about you that you're willing to sell the show even if it's just like oh that was that wasn't anything but so then he sold friend, it to us i don't know joe was like put it in quotes he's like like subscribe and like comment subscribe for more content connor eventually <laughs> but until he drops the end bomb during a stream oh I yeah i know this wasn't your intention eric but now i'm imagining connor in the greatest showman um <laughs> oh man if that is not the episode part. <laughs> I already I made it, shit. god damn it. I heard that shit tanked too. Yeah. It, so it, did not do well. it tanked, but it's also continuing in theaters because there are there's a very specific group of fans that have been going like ten or twelve times oh my god. to sing along to have. it. Um so it's what is, what is wrong with like musical fans? Like, I don't I don't understand. Let I don't it go. Understand let it. it go. Just a movie. Well, okay, so you gotta think about it. These are the same people who will go see Rocky Horror Pictures the show three times in a year. Oh, it's hey, already have terrible You face. know what? I have a hot take about Rocky Horror. It's bad. It's yeah, very like, bad. That... The music isn't even good. Which is <laughs> which is an essential part of a musical. Yeah. Um Like I finally it... saw it, like I some girl I went on a date with like showed it to me. Like that was oh, the no. day we watched. We watched That's always the worst. Rocky Horror. And like at the end, I think I torpedoed the whole thing. She was like, "What do you think?" I was like, "I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of hype that didn't live up to." That's that's the worst when you're going on a date and they're like, "You should watch this," and then you watch it and then it's terrible. Yeah. Just don't worry. Open there. <laughs> I liked Just... Tim Curry in that movie, and that's about it. I mean, I think that's I think that's the only reason that movie. Even exists if it weren't for Tim Curry, I don't think yeah. anybody I mean, would what, care about the it. The guy who played the guy who played Rocky eventually like didn't he like fucking leave Hollywood and disappear? I don't know. Is it is he also the same guy who played uh, Nuclear Man or whatever? I feel like he is. I don't know. Maybe. Um, wouldn't be surprised. Um, <laughs> God damn, <laughs> we've gone down a real rabbit hole. Um, my fault though. <laughs> Well, how are any of you besmirching the good name of Meatloaf here? I just, I don't understand it. I forgot he was in that movie. <laughs> Wait, he's in the movie? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. In, the, uh, in the original Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I did not it. know that. Yeah, he's the he's the boyfriend of that, uh, the one woman, I forget what her name is. I've seen that movie the, once. The fucking, the Fox remake launched, what was it, last year, two years ago? And everyone was like, 
Yeah, nobody liked it. Um, <laughs> Everybody hated it. I think I posted this online once. My brother and me, we were going to go dressed as Rocky Balboa and Drago. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's tremendous. We didn't. That's get, as good as the people who are dressing up as coming to America characters going to Black Panther yes, showings. That's so good. great. Yes. That's so good. That made me so happy. Uh, Hunter, to, to elaborate your point in musicals, um, one particular musical haunted me for a good number of years because all my wrestling friends love Rent for some reason. What? And on every uh, long, like, car trip or road trip or excursion, that soundtrack was played, and all of them knew all the fucking words, and they would sing with the windows down, and I'm sitting in the, in the middle seat in the back, wedged between two very large people just being subjected to this hammy-ass music. Ew. Well, so wait, like Justin... the, the stage version or the yes. Joel Schumacher movie? <laughs> right. The so, stage version. Doesn't doesn't Rent involve drug addiction and death from AIDS or other, other diseases that are uncontrollable at this point? I mean, that's uh, my understanding. Does it? Is, so <laughs> doesn't that basically reflect wrestling too? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I mean, one could argue. I just, you know, stay with what you know, so it makes sense. It's, it's so weird. I worked that show when it was at the, the local, like, theater house or whatever, and I didn't, I caught nothing of what the story was or anything. I just saw a sign for rent, and every, there were people dressed up as the characters, I guess, which is really weird that I could tell that, um, but I could. Uh, so, yeah, and there, were, and there were people singing along, like, coming out of the actual arena or not the uh, the auditorium um going to the bathroom still singing along to it so it was that was a strange experience people um, have really tried to get me on the musical bandwagon and there's only a few that i would admit to enjoying and that's it because I, everything to see is corny and i don't like the music and yeah yeah i cannot stand uh musicals because like it's yeah. like i feel like every every song i ever hear from them i'm like this is just garbage i don't like yeah, this. i love i love sweeney todd i like Phantom of the Opera, the music. I've never actually seen the play. I saw the Joel Schumacher movie because yeah. my ex, my ex made me watch that a million times too. Um, Yikes! Uh, and uh, oh, Wicked! I thought Wicked was fucking incredible. The music in that is pretty great. Um, yeah, and I was watching it. Um, I think on Broadway in New York, and I was sitting there, and like when the witch is like fucking levitating above the crowd, I was like, "This is a play." Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it's, it's really cool that they ripped that off a couple years later for Frozen, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, pretty cool. I, just, no. I little secret history of Eric in high school and a little bit of college. I was involved oh, no. in theater all through high school. I, of course anytime, you were. Anytime there was a musical, though, I always took a role that didn't have to sing because my uh. voice would 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 turn people to stone. Um, but uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, musicals that well i've never seen but i've always been interested in avenue q because that's, that's one of hers that's... good yeah yeah it's with the uh puppets or muppets whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. yeah i've heard that one's good it's it's the same writers who actually did write frozen and i think tangled and coco and they also wrote uh book of mormon which is one of my favorite experiences doing anything it's the only musical hmm. that i really enjoy um and book of mormon is one of those ones where you could listen to that on its own, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend that with most musicals. But you can put the pieces together. And it's it's so it's so great. It's really, really good. And it's it's the best of South Park. 
is to say the is what I would compare it to. Like, damn, good sell. Like, it's not South Park that's because sometimes South Park feels lazy. We all we all know this that there are up oh, episodes God, yeah. and there are good episodes, mm-hmm. you know, and there are bad episodes that feel like, wow, they really was just like throwing shit at the wall and hoping that it stuck. They they refer to them as bank episodes. Yeah, it's an idea they came <laughs> up with during like a writers' summit. Because they have one every summer, I think. Um, and it's, like, basically the idea that it was just good enough to keep, but not good enough to be, like, this is a priority episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell. It's very yeah, obvious. exactly. Every single time. They can't all be the episode right after the election, where there were people... Or the Obama election, where there were people refusing to believe that Obama won. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and trapping themselves in a cave. Which is pretty good, <laughs> pretty good. Um, I don't remember that at all. Uh, yeah, and they, there are so many like Al Qaeda jokes in that episode. <laughs> about that's it. that's one of my big things with South Park is like I haven't watched it in years, mm-hmm. and anytime I sit down to watch it, like I definitely laugh, but I think I find more amusement out of people describing the episodes to me. That's fair. Well, that's fair. I love describing to people that in an episode. Cartman literally shit out plastic gold treasure (laughs) that made me double over in laughter so there's there's an episode it's not even an episode it's a series of episodes that was making fun of Game of Thrones um, where everybody was trying to get a Nintendo Wii I want to say I kind of remember that I think and like Cartman freezes himself I think it is I think it is the same one where he freezes himself and then he ends up in the future, uh... yeah, we're otters and scientologists. <laughs> what is it? Yes. Scientologists it's, and uh, frogs and otters. I thought were the and two opposing forces. Yes, and they're not scientologists; they're atheists. But they're oh, that's right. They're extreme atheists. <laughs> yeah. So, so they believe in different versions of atheism, and they don't think that the other group <laughs> is doing atheism correctly. Um... <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> It's it's pretty funny, um, but yeah, like it's the same one where like uh, there's a guy who's clearly Gior Mormont, and he has like a sticker with a scar on it that he wears over his eye, and when he dies, <laughs> he gives the sticker to Randy, <laughs> and Randy becomes the new Lord Commander. Um, oh my God! And the people who are I trying to get I... in the ball are White Walkers. <laughs> I still love the, uh, the wiener, 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 wiener song. It comes from that, yeah. Like... One wiener next to another wiener. So there's a joke that follows that where Butters and... I can't remember who. Butters and somebody, they're with George R. R. Martin riding to the mall to, like, save the day. And they're, like, on a horse. And they're like, why are we on a horse, George R. R. Martin? And then it cuts to a wide shot and you see the horse's erect penis. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they're on a horse <laughs> I don't remember that either but yes. again I also haven't watched South Park in quite a while yeah, so. yeah. I, I, which I is sad because bit. I love it still but I just haven't mm. had the desire to go back and rewatch it it's one of those things where I think you come in for like two or three seasons and then you kind of get bored with it and then maybe you come back but maybe you don't it was my um, favorite show for a while like years ago I was yeah. buying the box sets yeah, it was my well, brother's too, and mine for a little while there. And um, those box sets come with commentary minis that are just as funny as the episodes themselves because they're not full length; they're just like ten minutes because they're both they hate doing commentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they are funny as shit. Maybe it uh, reflects poorly on me as a uh, father, but I remember when both of uh, my stepkids were in middle school, like before school, they would watch South Park on Netflix before they went in. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I was not allowed to watch South Park. You know, I was raised by very liberal parents, so I figure we might as well make it tenfold worse than they did for me. So, yeah. 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 We We didn't have South Park, but we did have Family Guy, which is always... Which is like third rate South Park. Well, it's, it's also <laughs> interesting in my family how there were people who hated Family Guy, just despised it, but who liked South Park and vice versa. And their arguments mm-hmm. for why one was worse than the other, it always seems silly to me because it's like uh, South Park is more adult than Family Guy. Which is yeah. a, a concept I have a hard time rationalizing. Because there are times where Family Guy has gone just as far as South Park in terms of being gross out and is being and just being cruel um, <laughs> to their characters. I Don't ask me to watch the episode where Peter attempts to breastfeed Stewie. That's one of the nastiest things I've ever seen. Yeah, there's some really... Like the, the vomit episode, which we've talked about on here before, where they just all start vomiting on each other. That actually, uh, I love that clip to it's death. So good. It's not be vomiting because I hate vomit, um, but it's the sound and mm-hmm. just how violent they are puking. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm doing okay. And it's one of those things where it goes on for too long and then it keeps on going and yep. it becomes funny again. Uh, yeah. I described a Family Guy sketch I saw recently where Peter gets hit in the nuts with a bag of nickels <laughs> for like four minutes. Oh. oh. <laughs> kind of funny you're like haha and then it gets stupid and then like because the nickels are coming in at impossible angles um i think it's like materializing out of thin air just bashing with a groin it becomes funny again yep Uh yeah but yes yeah i've never understood like one is worse than the other like maybe quality wise maybe one has more inconsistent writing um Again, yeah, I think we go down think these family guys. <laughs> family Guy has become, I think, a parody of itself at this point. I will, yeah, I will say the funniest Family Guy sketch is racist Kermit the Frog. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Always, yeah, it's back to where you came. Right, yeah, back where you came. I, I will say the best episode of Family Guy I've seen was also one of the best episodes of The Simpsons I'd ever seen. Yeah. And that was the crossover. Because that, that episode was, was hysterical. Yeah, uh, the, the, the Cleveland yeah. joke put me on the fucking ground. Well, it's because they saved their good jokes for episodes like that. Like, yeah. like the and then the and then there were fewer episodes. They saved all their good jokes for that one. And then they just Why is that gave guy their flying with material? the blobs in the plane? Like, we let Cleveland fly by himself and look what happened. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, um, and Black reboot. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that that sounds good. I don't remember yeah. if they hired a director yet. Um, but I'm on board. Or no, maybe they did. I'm gonna look that up real quick. But um, just fucking what's his nuts again? Just have him do it again. Oh, you mean the guy who directed Nine Lives? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Wait. Taika Waititi. Oh no, Taika. Waititi. I think Taika's busy. Yes. Uh, he's he's busy doing a movie where he plays. A child's imaginary friend who is Hitler right, and right. his father. Oh, okay. My cool. God. What did you say? Completely sold. One hundred percent. There's a movie about a New Zealand boy whose father is like a real jerk, and his mom dies, so he starts like he has to deal with it. So he starts seeing visions of his father, who is dressed up as Hitler, um, and Taika is playing the father and Hitler. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I'm in. I, I'm in. Yeah. I, I really love Taika Waititi's sense of humor, and I have friends who recently all just 
are only now discovering what we do in the shadows. Right. Oh, God. And I'm like, ah, welcome to the light side. Yeah. That That's movie yeah. is That's so tape. fucking funny. F. Gary Gray, that's who's doing it. F. Gary Gray, director of uh, Fate of the Furious and uh, Straight Outta Compton. So Okay, okay. Interesting. So the action will be good, and maybe maybe the story will be good. Who knows? Well, Uh, if they have somebody come in and do some punch-up for mm -hmm. it, it could be really good. Or if O'Shea Jackson makes an appearance. Yeah, there's no no writer that I'm seeing. Um, Is Shook Knight going to show up? I, I mean, I'd be into it. A.K.A. <laughs> just... Thanos? Suge Knight is... Ne- <laughs> Never mind. Just the Thanos of the right real now. world. Uh... Hunter, that just, fucking uh... cable meme is hysterical, by the way. It's just, who, was the, who was the guy in the original Men in Black movies that was in charge? Uh, what was the actor's uh, name? Rip Torn. Rip Torn. Just, just get him hammered and have Wait, him on set on. for one day. Isn't Rip Torn dead? Okay, no, so this is a mystery so. that I, I don't know the answer to. Let's find out. This is going to be a real bummer. If it, I thought it's... he was. If you... I didn't think he was. Oh, if no, you can dodge he's... a car, you can dodge a ball. He's, uh, he's 87. <laughs> he's still around. Yeah. Just <laughs> get him clock's... drunk. His clock's ticking. Because no, I... it, was, it was just a couple years ago he had gotten arrested for... I thought it was getting into a drunken fight at a bank. Something Dude, he it looks like he got into a drunken fight with God. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's that's how you end up being ripped torn. He looks but... like he's just made of, like, old beef and cigarette smoke. Yeah, he does. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm seeing from 2010 he uh, pled guilty in a Connecticut bank break- bank Ooh. break-in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why he's not in MIB3, probably. Um, that probably has some bearing, yeah. Yeah, um... Hmm, interesting. I would like it if he did come back. Uh, yes. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> Dodgeball is one of my favorite movies from growing up. So. He's, he's fantastic he in that movie. What did he say in Men in Black 1 where he's like, we are hosting a fucking intergalactic cookout. We are hosting an intergalactic kegger. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Will Smith is like, we are hosting an intergalactic kegger. Say it. Yeah, um... Prosecutors say actor Rip Torn has pled guilty to charges stemming from allegations he broke into a Connecticut bank while drunk and armed. <laughs> right, that is hilarious. a wonderful story. That almost out Nick Nolte's Nick Nolte. I would like oh, it if God. him and Dennis Quaid's brother went on the run together. That would be that would be an interesting <laughs> thing. Randy yes. Quaid. The Dennis whole... Quaid is their Dennis Quaid is their getaway driver. Yes. yes. God damn it, that would be so great. <laughs> I'm going to start writing this tonight. The Hollywood hey, the way, Star never, Killers. I've, I've never mentioned it before, but Pandorum's a good movie that also has Dennis Quaid. God damn it. It's, are you, if you're trying to reach out to Alan, he's not going to listen to it. No. No one hears your voice. His head will project into another universe, as we discovered just, in the know, chat. Actually, to go back to South Park, remember when Mackie gets high and his head floats off like a balloon? Yes. I think that's what happened to Alan when I, came, when I speak to him. <laughs> Your voice just triggers this automatic reaction from him. He's like, um, what? <laughs> huh? Sorry, friend, I was miles away. I, I traveled to the fourth world. Um, yeah, so, yeah. so they do have a director, they have a cast. All they need is, like, a good writer. Like, not even a yeah. great writer. A good writer to sign on. And yeah. I'm excited about this. Yeah. We love that shit. Yeah, I I mean they could do that. That would be that's in the it'd wheelhouse. Be, it'd be an original angle to go with, actually, mm-hmm. instead of doing Alien. Yeah, 
Yeah, it would be it'd be interesting. In the comics, they fight like demons and shit too, but they'll never do that. So. No, no, because that's <sighs> yeah, yeah. If they if they left the door open in the originals, maybe, but I don't know about yeah. that. Um, I think I think Sony's too like like Sony's like too nervous after Ghostbusters to do that. Good point. I do wonder no, if they'll. I do wonder if they'll keep that ending thing that they always did that was always kind of interesting where they it with them implying that there was a there was a next stage up right like this multi-universe stuff that at the end of the first movie just as like a four-year-old four-year-old it was way above my head it was it was just all these concepts that they put into the end of a really weird science fiction movie um so yeah, that'd be something. If they do that again, that would be that'd be good. I'd like that. Why? Um, Why? Why do you always have to mention how young you were? I just, I, <laughs> god damn it, god damn it, all the hell. <laughs> oh. Hey, it makes you feel better. I wasn't intentionally mentioning how young I was this time. It just came up. Oh, but um, subliminally, you know you're doing it. You know you're. Doing I mean, it. it's not like I was getting my first race car, and <laughs> it's the first memory I have of. Get, leaving out cookies for Santa or anything. Um, yeah. So, Shazam? Yeah, uh, this is a I mean, it's, story. it's not much of a story, but it's, yeah, it's it feels like uh, Warner Brothers reeling back real hard, and it's probably going to bite them in the ass again. It's yep. it's the kind uh, of story... Watch this point. Yeah, it's the kind of story that... It kind of gives me hope for Warner Brothers overall. Here's the thing. When I heard Shazam was going to be a family film, my brain immediately went to that video someone shared of the old black and white Shazam TV show where Uh he's just fucking killing people left and right in the most (laughs) hilarious ways. Well, if I I remember correctly, there was a... uh, It might not have been Sid and Marty Croft Shazam show, but it was of the same level of quality as Sid and Marty Croft from the seventies, and uh, it was real bad. It was. I just love the fact that like all of his fighting techniques involve jumping off the screen, landing in the next shot, and then lifting someone up, and then disposing with them horribly. Oh, so you're confirming that the first season of Jessica Jones learned all of its tricks from that? God damn it. Or when Shazam takes a mounted machine gun and blows a bunch of people away. That's my favorite part of that video. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. I don't know. This is... um, the, the costume they've shown looks yeah. so genuine that it's almost yeah. like, did you go too far off the deep end it's, here? I mean, I've said this before. Yeah. It looks like a CW costume with more yeah. money, um, which yeah. is not a bad thing at all. No. Um, well, and am, am I incorrect in thinking that who is the actor playing the adult version or actual uh, Shazam? Zachary yeah. Levi. Um, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't believe that he's actually that large underneath the costume. No, I, mean, I believe pa- he is padded the fuck up. Yeah, it's padded. And that's that's partially what I'm kind of like. I don't know when I see it because I mean when you see like the characters in the Marvel films, like they're not going, they're not padding their their physiques at all. Like right. the costumes work for what they are which might be mm-hmm. they have a personal trainer yeah they have a personal trainer like every day of their lives for like a year so yeah. i understand why they're in the shape they're in but 
I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't like, know. The worst possible situation is that this movie is uh, Star Kid, uh, another classic from when I was growing up. <laughs> That's the worst situation that I can see for this. Uh, or like, or what is, what is another like another wannabe superhero film? But uh, oh, um, uh, Warriors of Virtue. Yeah, oh. is that the one with oh. the bunny rabbits? Or the kangaroos. Kangaroos. They're, kang- they're ninja kangaroos. <laughs> the kangaroos yeah. that I, I told everybody about in the Haro chat. Because somebody's response yeah. time to Ninja Turtles was way too late. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Yusaki Yojimbo. Um, yeah. 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 Yusaki Yojimbo's um, good, though. No, no, I'm just saying, like, that that train of oh, animal-based oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, animal. Yeah, okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah, animal anthropomorphic animals doing, yeah, martial arts. Um... Yeah, yeah. Someone was very late on that. Um, I mean, like we've all said enough that Warner Brothers is not doing a lot to instill no. confidence in us, which sucks because I want a good Shazam movie. I kind of like the idea uh, of Shazam. Now so, the bigger question is, does the fucking Rock show up as Black Adam? Yeah, I, I think that's a fair question. But so I don't know if them saying this is a family movie is necessarily a bad thing. No, um, it's not. Everything I know about Shazam says tells me that family movie might be the perfect angle to go to go with i was hey harry potter is a family movie series and those movies get dark as fuck. right yeah yeah and they and they do but, it gradually um exactly which is um, important and i can see I that working about, it's just, today i was oh. thinking about uh warner brothers and how monumentally they fucked up because doesn't legendary and warner brothers share the same like the rights to the monsterverse like no, legend. So my understanding is that Legendary actually. No, they have a deal from Toho, that okay. gives them the rights to Godzilla. Universal owns the rights to King Kong. Yeah, um, I like. I was thinking today about how they fuck. Like, they, there's like, maybe let's say three three cinematic universes of note. Right. And like, it's funny how like. One of them, like, most people, like, kind of ignore, like, the MonsterVerse. And then the MCU, which is the hugest thing possible. And then WPB is, like, like on the totem pole. Yeah. There's, like, other examples they could follow, and they refuse. Like, yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, their TV universe works so much better than their fucking movie universe. Yeah. I don't know why yep. two sides aren't communicating. It's, well, it's, it's because... <sighs> It's that story that Kevin Smith told ten years ago about how they don't care about the comic book side at all. Um, yeah. No, yeah, that's you. It, what is it? John Peters is the only name to think of when yeah. talking about that because he's the one who was like, "I don't want to see him save anybody. I don't want to see him that suit either. It's too faggy." Well, I I think that was the higher up execs because he was a he was an executive producer, but he wasn't yeah. part of WB. He wasn't one of the studio heads or whatever. Um, uh, in in regards to what we talked about today on Movie Dumpster, like because it was a video game movie, I think the industry at that time was still like comic book movies. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were very against it, and they were like, "Well, that's a comic book person, Kevin. That's not that's not a movie person. Um, a writer is a writer. Uh, you know, it's it's that's that's the silly attitude of that. Um, you know, like the fact that." For years, Brian Michael Bendis was part of the Marvel Story Group, which disbanded mm-hmm. at some point. Um, but he was a part of it. He was one of the people who made decisions about where those movies were going and what direction they went in was partially probably because of things that he said at, for a little while. Um, and that shows like a tremendous amount of respect for the comic book people at Marvel. 
um, compared to DC, which apparently Jeff Johns was in charge, but was he really? No, not anymore. He was, they, I think they, they just touted out his name because they saw how well Marvel had been doing with mm-hmm. the, with saying like, oh, well, Brian Michael Bendis and this writer and this writer yeah. involved in this, in this well, comic and then world. You, and then we've talked about before, like the headlines that follow, it's like, Jeff Johns being brought in to steer the ship of the DCEU. Yep. And then it was like, no, a bunch of executives are going to do it now. And they're like, no, yeah. Zack Snyder's going to do it now. And they're like, Zack Snyder's gone, so now a bunch of executives are doing it now. Yeah. And they had the one guy who was like, he's our soul, he's our one guy, he's be the only cook in the kitchen. And then the next headline was him saying, I think there's too many producers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like... And him saying that one man can't do this. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then it's like, we're bringing in the guy who did It and The Conjuring. Oh, yeah. so you're going to bring in the guy, but you're not going to... Com- you're not going to understand what made those things good. The Conjuring yeah. is good because it's James Wan doing whatever the fuck James Wan wants to do. That's why it's good. Mm-hmm. It's James Wan being James Wan. It is good because Andy Muschietti clearly knew the source material very well, and he just adapted what was there. He took mm-hmm. out little things like the children having a gangbang, uh, but other I... than that, he yeah. he respected the source material enough to not mess with it too much, except for in the places where to, it made sense. In regards to James Wan, I can't believe that we're here from Saw. Yeah. Yeah. Or Death Wish. Point. Or not Death Wish. Death... No. Death, uh, uh, death Sentence. Death Sentence, Even yeah. Fucking James Wan, like, has a little universe going. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. so, so many, like, yeah. examples around them, and they just refuse to do anything. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't do stupid things like hand off your ensemble film to a trailer writing company and have them butcher it. Right. (laughs) Or just make the movie. Like, I've said it before. I was all in on the all David Ayer version of Suicide Squad. I was all in. Fury is one of my favorite movies. Uh, It's a movie that I didn't like at first. You you mean to tell me that a guy who makes movies about, uh, uh, like, serious movies about crime uh, and, like, police and corrupt police officers... Uh, would make a good movie about a bunch of villains. You jest. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. real ridiculous that I would ever think that. Like, there's no reason that his cut wouldn't have at least been interesting. Like, it's the same reason I, I think... want to see the Zack Snyder cut because the Zack Snyder cut sounds like it actually resolves things that the movie set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... it, it, like, if the movie's still subpar, I still want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, just continually hearing like, well, there, you know, there's this cut of this movie and this cut of this mm-hmm. movie. That's inherently what's wrong with Warner Brothers is yeah. that yeah, so the, far the the director slash writer as as an author of the ship. That's mm-hmm. a really weird mixed metaphor. Um, is not being given that right. Yeah. And and they're waiting until after the fact to be like, oh well, this is what it could have been, but you know, it's too late now. Buy get buy the Blu-ray, buy yeah. the Blu-ray, please. Uh, but here's and the like, thing: this just the sounds Blu-rays like doing something because like BVS had a really good extended edition. Yes, it did. Uh, yeah. The Suicide Squad came in on DVD, and Warner Bros. is like, no, fuck these deleted scenes. We're not putting them back in. Yeah. And quite frankly. I'm glad they didn't, because those Joker scenes are horrendous. No, those scenes are in the I movie. I still haven't seen it yet. There's a ten minute. Ooh. There's a ten minute extended cut. So those scenes are in the actual extended cut. Oh, of I didn't Suicide know that. Squad. I thought the I thought the extended cut was kind of minuscule. No, it's, you could. It's uh, only ten minutes. That's the thing. It's ten minutes on top of the actual movie, which is like an hour and a half. I think um, there's more footage. Okay. I think there's more footage. There probably. Well, no, there's probably an entire movie, like. 
in a closet next to the closet that we've talked about before, which is just papers, <laughs> um, in that closet is all the footage that they haven't used um, or that they've just shelved. And there's an entire version of the Suicide Squad movie that is David Ayer's version of the movie. It's... I bet you know. I bet it's okay. Like, I think it's fine. Like, it's... Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm really like the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League because one, mm-hmm. I want to see a tonally consistent movie, and two, the, the fucking deleted Superman scene gave him an arc. Yeah. Yeah. It was character development, and they fucking chopped it out. It's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that movie is. It's. I kind of wish we had waited to do a review on that one in a weird way, um, giving it some time because eh, my opinion is definitely yeah, but, soured. You had no way of knowing at the time, though. No, that's the thing. No, that's the thing. It was a movie where there's a glamour around it, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of these DC movies have had a glamour around them. Suicide Squad definitely did. It was when I first saw it, I was like, that was fun. And then the more I thought about it, the more I disliked it. Um, there are it, things about it I still like as much as I did the first time I saw them, mm-hmm. but there's things about it I find to be unforgivable. Yep. There's some th- there are parts of that movie that are just like, wow, that actually happened. That was actually put on screen. And then there are moments like um, Killer Croc getting down on all fours, and I'm like, that's, that's delightful for some reason. My favorite uh, scene still is Deadshot jumping on top of that car and just fucking destroying everything. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's real good. Um, I was not, like, there's your movie right there. Make a but, solo well, movie. But anyway, Shazam. Um, Shazam sounds fun. I don't know. Like, it's It sounds like yeah, a good it, idea. Why not? It could be. I just, I don't know. I, I worry about how Warner Brothers has handled everything so far. For them to be saying like, oh no, it's going to be a family movie. You know, it's definitely going to be a family movie. They're going to swing well, so hard in the other direction that it's going to. Fuck he, up that so here's too. the thing: if they were saying the same thing about Aquaman, I would agree, but they're not. Yeah, they're saying Aquaman is an Indiana Jones style adventure movie with some horror elements. Once they get into like the Marianas Trench and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Gimme, 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 gimme that. They're not Marinara saying, <laughs> God damn it! They're not saying and... Aquaman's going to be a family movie, and Shazam is also going to be a family movie. They're not saying the entire universe uh... is going to be family movies. No, and I'm considering I'm not one of the last times, that. one of the last, one of the last times I saw Shazam, he was getting his brain melted by Superman. Um, so I think I'll take the family, the family movie approach. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I'm just saying, like, if they were saying their overall approach, I would believe, I would agree with you 100 percent that they are overswinging the wrong way. To me, it sounds more like they're taking the character, they're looking at what that character is capable of in the most obvious ways, not in the least obvious ways. And they're saying that's where that character should be. You know, as much as I would I'm... love it if they did Miracle Man, they're never going to do that. Oh, God. Well, and that's a Marvel property anyways. Um, but you know what I mean? Well, the the yeah. the Morrison. Yeah. Uh, or is yes. it Morrison? No, Alan Miracle, Moore. The Alan yeah. Moore Miracle Man, where he's yeah. like, yeah. he's blowing up people's I've heads. Been summoned. You know, um, which, and as we all know, I enjoy people having their heads blown up. Yes. Um, uh, well, my my big thing is that it's it's Tanner, not that I. It's all time. It's not that I think they're they're saying like, oh no, we're going to go the the entire universe that way. It's just 
they've tried to course correct films uh, yeah, multiple yeah. times individually, and every time they fuck that up. No, I, so, I completely agree with that. I completely agree. So that that's a what problem. what leads you? What what should lead me to believe that them saying, "Well, no, we're going to go a different direction with this movie," that it's actually going to work? Like inherently, yeah. well, inherently, because... they don't understand what they're doing with their comic properties. Well, because early on, here's the thing: early on, they never said that this movie was not going to be a family movie. That's the other thing. This, I get that. They never said that uh, David. Uh, Whatever, whatever his last name is, David What's-His-Face, director of um, uh, Lights Out, um, they never said that he was going to do the Lights Out version of Shazam. <laughs> they, oh, God. They never oh God. said that it was going to be a horror movie or anything like that. They said this is going to be a light, fun family movie that is different from the rest of the DCEU. They've been saying that for years. Since they first announced the character, they've been saying that. I, so this doesn't feel like know. course correction. It feels like they're doing what they've been saying, but I, I completely see the I that other side totally. If it does well, I think they'll definitely think about doing more like this. But I don't think everything will be like this. No, and like I said, that's not my concern. I just I feel like with how much negative press they've gotten mm-hmm. over the choices they made for their three big DC releases so far, I. I kind of wonder if they're going to overcompensate with yeah. this one. I'm not. I'm not basing this on anything I right. know or I've read. I'm just. I'm just basing this on what I've seen and how they try and do things. So that's a, that's a we'll fair see. concern. I, that's totally a fair concern. I just don't. I don't know if I see. I don't see the validity. <laughs> but also, like, Warner Brothers is bad at family movies. That is something I will give you. Like. The last family movie that they did that was worth anybody's time, I can't even name it, other than the Harry Potter stuff. And even then, like... Oh, there you go. I go back and I watch Philosopher's Stone, and I'm like, what what, what's, what, what, happened here? Why did this get made? <laughs> well, that was because of the director doing... Right. Uh, who was... I'm trying to that remember his name. Uh, Columbus, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. Looney Tunes back in action, or... Uh, Space Jam, um, <laughs> the, one of the worst films I've ever seen. Okay, like... I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> well, there's there's a speaking of Harry Potter, there's a particular scene in uh, Order of the Phoenix. Connor, you might be able to help me out with this. I can't I can't remember exactly what happens. There's something with with, with Dumbledore getting very angry. Are you and, talking uh... about the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> no, that's Goblet of Fire, the best Harry God, Potter damn it, movie. Goblet of Fire. Um, well, no, that's Order of that's Order of the Phoenix. Or not no, Order of the Phoenix, you're right. He, Goblet of Fire. It is Goblet, Goblet of Fire. Of fire. Yep. You put your yes, name in the... Yeah. <laughs> you put your name... <laughs> Did you put your name in the Goblet <laughs> in the Fire? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, but like, they're not good like at the family idea, movies. Uh, I still like the idea of Albus Dumbledore being like Harry mm. Potter's personal boogeyman who pops up in and out of like Hogwarts, mm-hmm. like Harry. <laughs> you put your name in the goblet of fire. Hey. Yeah. Are... Harry, what are you afraid of, Jitty? He's still around. He's still He's here. Everywhere. Can't... <laughs> Harry. Harry Potter. Um. Anyways, yeah. No, I. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. Really, actually, like, I want to believe in. Warner Brothers. I want to believe in DC, but I think it's totally legitimate to be like they've done nothing to earn our trust or respect yep. whatsoever. Uh, so, mm, um, all right. Yeah. 
any final thoughts on Shazam? I guess because I don't have any. Um, no. Um, something I had added to the chat. I don't know if you saw it about Moon Knight. Um, that might be worth mentioning. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Daredevil yes, showrunner. Um, yep. Which, yes, we know. Which one? Which one said this? Okay, so it's so it's Stephen Knight who's doing press for Pacific Rim. And mm-hmm. so this isn't surprising to me. Um, me. I'll say this: I was telling these guys about Pacific Rim, and I might post what I was talking about as like an extra or something. Um, who knows? Um, but I'll, I'll I'll say that Pacific Rim Uprising is very good. If you haven't, if you're worried about whether you should see it or not, if you're on the fence, go see it. Um, it's a fun movie. And if Stephen Knight wants to work with Netflix again on another show, I'm I'm in. Um, yes. The only problem is, like Daredevil, Daredevil had a really weird production. I guess the first season is a very messy story that we haven't really covered on here because we haven't ever had the time. But um, it started under the under Drew Goddard the. I think he wrote mm-hmm. Spider-Man. He was going to direct uh, The Sinister Six. Uh, oh, he also directed Cabin oh. in the Woods for some perspective for people. Yes. Was the movie that was never going to happen? <laughs> well, now it's not going to happen. But when it was yeah, going to happen... Yeah, it's officially never going to happen. Um, but yeah, Drew Goddard left Daredevil to work on that. Um, and then Stephen S. Knight came in. And then he left Daredevil for some reason. Um, I assume to work on something else. It might have been because... I don't know if he was working on Spartacus still, because um, that's his baby. Uh, and then, I believe, I mean, they never said who took over, but I believe the writers of season two took over for the last two episodes. And that's why uh, okay. That's why the strongest episodes towards the end are their episodes. Hell yeah. Um, just, okay, listen, listen. About this, about this Moon Knight show, just just give it to me. Just I don't care. Just, yeah. I know, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I want it. God because, damn it. Because Stephen and I, he says in interviews, like, I love Netflix, but we don't know what happened behind the scenes that led to him departing Daredevil early that makes this True. kind of unlikely. Um, we have no idea what happened at all. Um, <sighs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. But I'm, I, Hunter, I know you're all in on the Moonlight thing, but I don't think... Give, give me. I don't... And it might be just ignorance towards the character um but i i don't know if he will ever get adapted not in any way that will expect um i think legion success kind of like makes me think maybe someday maybe like, maybe I, I mean i'm not gonna I'm, never say never um so i'll say but i mean i won't hold out hope for it i'm not I gonna think, i don't I think expect disney, it to happen i think disney is gonna like hold out for a long time if it does happen like yeah because he's a fucking insane character who like yeah is yeah. very adult so we'll see well and hmm. he's also literally insane so yes yeah 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 i'd be interested i mean i wouldn't i will say this we, we've talked about disney's streaming service that they're planning to launch um and how apparently the Netflix Marvel shows, they're going to have to stick on there for a little while. Um, possibly. Uh, and 
I could see them saying, well, until then, let's do some shows on here. Mm-hmm. And I've also said before that uh, Touchstone is their, you know, their mature line of movies. It's yeah. it's where you... they should launch Marvel Max. That's a, like yeah, you know? or just uh... have like a, I've said before a Castle Rock section or not Castle Rock Castle Rock Touchstone Touchstone section. There was a Castle Rock studio. That's why I thought of that. Um, yeah. But no, like the touchstone section. This is the touchstone section. This is where your kids can't go into without, um, you know, this is a where password. Adult supervision. Well, didn't they kind of try this with Punisher Warzone because it had a Marvel Knights logo on it? Yes, but that's a. I believe that was a Sony production. Um, and and Marvel Knights is still not quite on the same level as Max mm-hmm. storylines. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, definitely not. But they could do a Castle Rock section and just say, yeah. like, this is not for you kids, not without your parents' help, and that's where the show is. And it's behind the castle, or the touchstone wall. I keep on saying Castle Rock. Dragon. Uh, dragon. Uh, but yeah, like, that's, and I could see them putting a Moon Knight show there in their adult-only section. Um, Possibly. I could definitely see that. Uh, on the list of things where they kind of prepare themselves for when they do get those Netflix shows back, because I do believe that's a thing, where contracts expire and maybe they'll get them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, damn. Marvel waiting for contracts to expire? Damn. That's yeah. That happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm interested, I guess. Uh, do we want to move on to the extras? Did everybody see the trailers that I put in? I only uh, saw the Soldado one, that's it. Yeah, right. I didn't I didn't I, get to watch good. the Margot Robbie one. I just put it's it in. It's, it's not a big trailer. There's not a lot of information. You can just watch it while we talk. Um, but it's, mm-hmm. I, don't like the, I don't like the name, though. Of which one? Soldado? Yeah, Day of the Soldado. They, they keep on messing with the title. Just call it Soldado. And yeah, it's fine. Like... like yeah um but yeah it, it looks good like the trailer has actually given me more uh anticipation for it It looks like they're going for like a Sicario. balls out action movie so Sicario yeah is the most metal gear movie we'll ever get yeah. <laughs> like yeah it's insane i mean if there's anybody out there who thinks we're getting a metal gear movie they're out of their minds so oh yeah no well if you ask the director Never. of kong skull island we are um, <laughs> I will believe it when I see it, and I will also believe it when I see it when it's good and coherent. I mean, I watch I watch the uh, the, the King Kong versus Giant Skull Crawler fight like once a month. Mm-hmm. So like, I I still don't want to see that movie. So well, well and the director has said that Tom Hiddleston running with that gas mask on, um, like with a fucking machete, like slicing those like pterodactyl birds or whatever. He has said yeah. that is what his Metal Gear movie would look like. Like that is that that's that's okay. the aesthetic that he would go for um, um, in his okay, Metal Gear movie. I'm out. I'm out. Sorry, man. And he has said that that Lost scene me. is inspired by. I believe he said Psycho Mantis. That's what that scene is inspired by. Um, Did he never play the games? No, like, he's what? played all what? of the games. That's what? The, if you ask him. Well, I'm gonna say this. 
what I've learned from Movie Dumpster, just because someone is a fan of something doesn't mean they're going to make yeah. something right. good. Because, yeah. because director Courtney Solomon loves Dungeons and Dragons. Loves But them. you wouldn't know that if you watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yep. I still, like, to this day, I think about how in an alternate universe, Dungeons and Dragons is the biggest movie of all time. It also, is. I'm going to backpedal on yeah. something. Um, I had said that Dungeons and Dragons was the worst movie we had ever watched. Um, <laughs> I take that back. House of the Dead is the worst thing we have watched so far. Are you going to throw that? That in... film. What do you expect? Are you going to yeah, throw that into a singularity like... also? Um, or... I want to. We, no, we, we've already designated that because um, we put all the movies in a metaphorical dumpster at the end of the show. Um, Uva Bowl gets his own dumpster now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bowl dumpster. It's just full of trash, and that trash is all right. the movies. Because it would poison I... the other dumpster. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It yeah, cross contaminate and create a monster that no one could stop. Uh, but it anyways, would basically make the thing from Akira. God damn it! If I, um, if I, God damn it! If I could unwatch the Rampage movies, I would. Ooh. They're bad. You're the yeah. only person who have seen them, so they're very bad. Well, at least Maybe you didn't watch the commentary of them. Fucking <laughs> 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 goddamn! I was so uh... pissed when he said that. Um, but no, like, anyways, Soldado, <laughs> the Soldado trailers, um, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Um, yeah. I was like, I really liked the first movie. I'm okay mm-hmm. with them changing genres a little bit, um, for this one. Oh, yeah. Cause they're just going all out with the action. Um, yep. Although I sincerely hope this is it then for that series. Like, I hope it doesn't start to be like, I don't, I, yeah. I don't think they're going to make more. I feel like, um, yeah. I feel like. It would it would kind of wear things out if they do unless there's unless there's a smart direction to go with it but I don't see what that would be necessarily other than learning um, Benicio's backstory which is not something that I want I do not want to learn no. more than I already do um, like I don't want to see him in Colombia as a young lawyer I don't want them to recast him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or or force him to not. act twenty years younger than he is. Either of those situations are a bad idea, because um, yeah. I've seen both of them <laughs> before. Like we've all heard of the fact that there is a Carlito's Way too, and none of us have ever seen it for good Wait, reason. What? What? There's a there's a Carlito's Way too. Um, okay, what? In which you see young Carlito, um, and if you haven't no. seen Carlito's Way, see it. It's good. Yeah, but when you watch it you understand why they had to do a prequel um no you, what what no <laughs> no you don't you don't need a prequel what are you talking no that's about? what carlito's way Two is it's a prequel uh, i get I that but no five. it's uh. a prequel of him in the 70s as a young man coming up as a oh gangster my god. Like oh my god why oh you mean kind of okay never mind never mind never mind there's no just yeah. no. Just and no, we've no. also seen the other way, which is like, isn't there a movie where Nick Cage plays the same character but ten years younger, or something like that, or something? You mean every Nick Cage movie? No, well, there's I... a movie where it's a sequel and he's playing younger than he was before. I can't I... remember what I'm I... thinking of. Is it? Is it National Treasure? It no. Might be not... no, it's not National, National Treasure. National Treasure Two is like a year after the first one. I, I can't there. remember what it is, but there's a movie where a guy where it's like it's... ten years later and it's supposed to be. And it's supposed to be a prequel. <laughs> and... I'm the world's leading leading expert on the National Treasure timeline. Oh, of wait a minute, hang are. on. Are you talking about uh, It Man? Because I know that has a, uh, oh. a questionable prequel. That might be it. I don't know. I'm thinking of something that's 
Maybe it's Season of the Witch 2. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I don't think that exists. I hope it the, doesn't. The, no, do what? See what the fissures in the earth have not opened up hell to release it upon us yet. So. Season of the Witch Maybe I'm thinking the of blood. X-Men, actually. I might be thinking of Hugh Jackman playing younger. Um, I don't know. Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I'm thinking of something. There's some movie where it's it's it was like straight to DVD. So that's why I probably don't know it. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's beside the point. Seeing any movie where like an actor is trying to play younger in a prequel is just silly, and it doesn't. Not a bad idea. Yeah, it's like it's like if they tried to bring back um, Father Care, not Father Karras in The Exorcist, but if they tried to have the original actor in The Exorcist in those Exorcist prequels, those two okay. Exorcist prequels? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you mean you, you mean the both that exist? The both in that the exist? timeline? That... Apparently the third one's actually really good. Well, no, see, there's a third cut that uses bits of both movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. It's... Are you really? God. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. Soldado looks good. <laughs> That's all I have to say on it, really. Uh, um, I just watched a terminal teaser. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's a. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm into it. Yeah. It's I a... mean, is it is it supposed to be a very like obtuse Alice in Wonderland storyline that's trying to go gritty? Maybe or... it's it's a. I know it's a teaser, so I think her character is probably very Red Queen inspired. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I, all I know is that she is a femme fatale in a kind of weird other world kind of thing and i think simon Pegg is a detective i can't really remember old uh i'm wondering if he's going to have a surname of rabbit potentially possibly um but yeah like it sounds interesting um no okay so uh follows the twist and tale of two assassins played by dexter fletcher and max irons on a dangerous mission for a mysterious employer and their journey brings them across a number of colorful characters including an enigmatic janitor and a mysterious femme fatale named Annie played by Robbie um so yeah that's a mm. yeah it's a it's a it'll be something interesting that's just a trailer it looked cool kind of as it seems to have a sort of a genre edge to it so that's why I put it in there um but yeah it could be interesting mm. could be nothing um yeah all right, I think that's it. That's all the stories I had. Unless somebody has something that we forgot, and uh, I don't have anything. And, and like, there's not much to say about CW this week. Like, the two shows that were on were good, and yeah, as yeah. usual, we don't have much to say about the shows when they're good. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have a review or something tomorrow, probably. We might just skip it though. <laughs> Who knows? Honestly, yeah. I mean, it might be better to skip it because there's I mean, coming to talk about yeah, it's it, half an hour essentially. It would just be. Yeah, that was good. Hey, remember that part? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, hey, that part then was we, okay. Then we talk about South Park for an hour. I do. <laughs> I do kind of want to talk about Nega Sarah, which is would be interesting. But eh, oh, eh. you mean you mean Livewire with a budget? Yeah. I, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing I mean, how much that look that look comes I mean, off when like there's competent people behind it. Yeah. Wow. It's almost like they put effort into it. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, we have fun here. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's it for your After Dark, I guess. Um, that's that's all. Uh, plugs now, I guess? I don't know. 
Box it. Uh, hey, Connor here, Movie Dumpsters, rolling along. Uh, we just recorded House of the Dead today. Uh, we had two episodes launched this week. One was Dungeons and Dragons, and the other was the fucking Hug-A-Bunch movie, um, which uh. is unintentional terror for 48 long minutes. I heard you describe this, and it sounds like a nightmare. It sounds. It is. It's... Um, it's, it's freaky and off-putting and strange, and it, it has a questionable opinion on old people. Um, okay. and, and their place in the world and whether or not they should just go be locked up in a, in a, in a retirement home. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a strange... Movie tie-ins are very weird. Uh, a. Haro on most of the places. Um, Arlen Haro on Vero. Vero, yeah. Um, Los Haro podcast every week. Uh, me and uh, Eric Sayor, we did... We reviewed uh, Rocky 1 through 4, uh, so go go listen to that. Uh, yeah. Rocky 5. Thousand. Rocky 1. Oh, we Rocky recorded that two. this week. Um, we did not have nice things to say about Rocky 5, uh, so tune yeah. into that next week. Unsurprisingly. Uh, I have actually never seen Rocky 5. No, oh, same. Oh. It's a very bad movie. Oh, you need to though. You need to. <laughs> oh, but my bad movie quota is 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 I mean, bursting at this point. You should bring it on the show. <laughs> you should. Oh. Um, because <sighs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, yeah. I was really I'm hoping you'd find an alien in Rocky Five, but no. But is... a man, a man does yell. I think a man does yell "Street Fight," which is just. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yuck. That's my boy. But yeah, uh, don't call me on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave Hunter alone. Yeah, leave me alone. Leave me to my devices. Uh, I'm Ecuador Check. You can uh, find me on Instagram, Eric underscore Fedor, dogs, food, comics, things like that. Um, and as of last weekend, the gem on my hand started glowing, <laughs> so I've been on the run. So I'm might not be available in the next few weeks because the hunters will be trying to find me to take care of me. That's right, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm glad at least somebody got that. You should not listen to this. It will be a white elephant in your room. It will be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? No. That's, that's, that's it. it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Fuck, Fuck X-Man Apocalypse. R.I.P. Timothy Treadwell. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's it, guys. We saved the animals. Bye.